Have you heard about the guys over at Chinook Seedery? They are the only sunflower seed company that has taken the time to connect with college athletes and trying to help them build their brand. They have eight flavors from mild to wild with way less salt and no sandpaper tone. So check them out today over at ChinookSeedery.com. Welcome, everybody, to the In Off the Bench podcast. My name is Jim Cross, and this is episode 18 titled Certified Weapon. And that's because we're going to be talking to a certified weapon out of the bullpen for the Arkansas Razorbacks baseball team, Gage Wood. We're going to get his story and talk all things Arkansas baseball. But before we do, we got to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Chinook Cedary, Eight Flavors, Mild to Wild. Go get them. Check out what Daniel Ball has been doing, mixing these flavors together. It's getting crazy around here. Smith's plumbing. My man Dustin, I've known him since I was four. He's the best in the business. They'll take care of you in the Mid-South. Give him and his guys a call. They'll take care of you, especially during this winter weather. And last but not least, Memphis City Design. Go get your in off the bench merch. I'm wearing my new LSU hoodie right now. I could not be happier with it. So go check them out. Support these guys through NIL. But let's get into the biggest interview and podcast in this week with our man, Gage Wood. Welcome in, everybody. Tonight we have, I call him the certified weapon because, you know, I think of gauge, you know, I think of a 12 gauge. It just, I don't know, man. And then you come out the pin the way you do. You're an arsenal, you know. With that being said, how are you doing tonight, Gage? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Man, excellent. You know, talking baseball, we're almost there, less than a month away. It's, it's man, I could I couldn't be more excited. Started the season last year with you guys in Arlington, which we'll get into here shortly. So uh, I'm just I'm just ready for it to be here again. But, you know, right now, the the big talk is the Super Bowl. And before we even get into the game, man, I like food. When it comes to a Super Bowl party, Gage, what's like the one item that you want to be there? Buffalo chicken dip. That's what was said last night, too. That's like the go to. Yeah, it's pretty fire. Have you ever been to one in? The buffalo chicken dip sucked, and you were like, "Damn!" Like, mm. uh no, it's pretty hard to mess buffalo chicken dip up. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's people who can mess up anything, but I feel you. I haven't been to one yet, but yeah, that's a bad Super Bowl party if they can't they can't knock that out. As yeah. far as as far as the game, you know, who you got winning? You know, I'm not pretending that we're football experts around here, but if you got to pick, who you got? Uh, I hope the 49ers win. You know, I. I kind of like the backstory about their uh, quarterback and everything, you know? Yeah, no doubt. And I don't know. I don't like seeing the same team win all the time. It gets old. I've seen the Chiefs win enough. Yeah, I didn't think uh, they really deserved to be there. I think the Ravens kind of beat themselves, and the Chiefs shouldn't have won that game. Well, you make the the easy case for the, the 49ers, too. <laughs> the Lions couldn't have beat themselves worse than any team. That that was sad. If I was a fan of that team, I don't know, I might look for another team. You've already went through all these years of never winning, and then you had it won, and you, like, had the most epic meltdown. It was – I felt bad for them. Yeah. All right, let's get into something I do know you like, man. Looking at the picks on IG, hunting season, man. Talk to me. How good was hunting season this year? It was it was something. Uh, I mean, uh, everybody I talk to, like all my buddies on the team that hunt and stuff, they they keep telling me that I'll never have another year like this. It was one for the books for sure. You know, killed uh, the biggest buck of my life, 
after going home for like over a month straight on the weekends this fall, every chance I could kill the biggest buck of my life. The next weekend we're home for Thanksgiving break. I decided to go sit in the stand again, kill the next biggest buck of my life. And then come duck season, I killed my first band and yeah, it was, it, it was definitely one for the books and it will be a very long time if I ever have another hunting season like this year. On that biggest buck you had, what was the rack on it? Uh, it was an 11 point and I ain't got it really scored yet because I took it to the taxidermist, but when I get him back, I'm going to get him scored, but everyone, every, it was every bit of one, uh, over 150 inches for a heel deer in Arkansas, which is pretty big. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, duck season, you know, thinking about your teammates, Brady was talking about on, uh, our other show, Omaha's by fireside, how it, it got cold right when y'all had to be back for baseball, just killing duck season. Couldn't be like that before y'all had to be back. No. Uh, yeah. When the, when it got real cold and everything was freezing over, if you had some, uh, water that wasn't frozen, I mean, every one of my friends from back home, they were just smacking them. You know, I saw a picture when I was getting the pictures for last night. We had Cole Messina from South Carolina on, and I noticed that he had a hog killed. And obviously, I'm talking to a hog player. As a hog player, could you actually go hog hunting? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it feels it's, like uh, you're doing something wrong. It's pretty criminal. Yeah. It's uh, hog hunting is a real good time, though, you know, and a lot of them in certain areas, you know, they're a nuisance. So. You get to shoot them at night, like you get to do all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I'm I'm all for shooting whatever myself, but I just thought it was interesting being that you know it's your mascot and all. Uh, yeah. As far as music, you know, what's your go to music if you're just riding the vehicle? Like who who is your who is your band, your musician that you know you're really feeling right now? Oh, uh, you know, right now I'm on that. Uh, I'm on a big like. Creed, Nickelback, uh, Seder, taking it back. Okay, Dead Man. You know, nineties, two thousand rock era. Yeah, I've been I've been on that here lately. But usually, I'm a I'm a song guy. You know, I have a couple songs here and there where I'm I'm just kind of like vibing to that song. You know. Yeah, well, I like that you said Seether. When I was stationed in Jacksonville, Florida, I drove to Daytona and watched Seether. Uh, Stained and Papa Roach play together, and it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Uh, so I definitely like that rock genre. Yes, I love Stained. Stained's great. And some uh, Pearl Jam. Forgot to mention them in there. No doubt. All right. If you can pick any athlete right now, who's who's your favorite? Like who, when they are on TV, is like just the must see. You know, I ain't even gonna lie. I don't even. I don't really watch sports. You know, if I'm gonna watch something though, like. It would be more towards like the the outdoor side. So like I watch like when the show is really big, I still watch on YouTube like a lot of Tim Wells Relentless Pursuit. I think like some of the stuff he does is, you know, that's it's special. I'm starting to gather you fit into the category of Alex Malazzo, Austin Riley, Cole Messina, guys who I might could argue you like hunting better than than sports altogether, maybe even playing baseball. <laughs> you know it's I've always loved like you know I love playing ball and everything and I love hunting and I I think it's perfect that I get to do them both you know just a little bit of everything so I uh, I think it goes hand in hand you know absolutely well let's get into your story 
Um, you know, where are you from? I'm from Batesville, Arkansas. So I assume, you know, being that I don't really know where that is, it's probably not a big town. Um, it's in northeast Arkansas. It's about an hour from Jonesboro. You know where that is? Yeah. And around there and then on the other side would be about a little over an hour from uh Little Rock. I gotcha, I gotcha. All right, so growing up, man, what we got? Family dynamics. You got mom, dad in the house. You got brothers, sisters. Uh, what are we looking at? Uh, mom, dad, me, and then my stepsister. She's a lot older than me. I wasn't probably if for most of the time though it was just me, mom, and dad, and that's about it. I gotcha, I gotcha. And you know, me and you had a conversation earlier. We were talking about. Dad said wanted you and dad to do an episode. Is uh is he your is he your like best friend type dad? You know, was he the one that kind of entered you into sports? Yes, yeah. He uh definitely introduced me into sports. I remember when uh I first started, you know, like swinging a bat or like throwing a ball. It was when uh he played like men's league softball tournaments and they would travel and everything and I would go and like all of his uh, teammates, like all of his buddies, you know, they would all like, like pitch like the softballs to me and like I would throw it and like play catch with me, you know, so kind of got grew up around all that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, playing ball as a kid growing up, your dad's teaching you at what age do you realize like you want to take baseball seriously? When I was a freshman in high school. All right, and you know, usually with that comes travel ball. Were you a were you a travel ball player in Arkansas? Yes, I actually I played travel ball ever since I was probably seven years old, and uh, you know, I just I always played it. I mean, I was I mean, I was good, but I never really like thought about like the next step or anything. And uh, but once I got about fourteen, I was about fifteen. That's when I really decided that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and who'd you play for then for travel? Uh, the prospects. And then, as far as high school, what high school did you go to? Batesville. All right. So between you know, you said you kind of turned it up ninth grade. So between travel ball, between high school, you know, um, I see number three overall prospect in Arkansas by Prep Baseball Report, named the twenty twenty two Arkansas Player of the Year by Prep Baseball Report. You know, you really turned it up in ninth grade, seemed to, you know, have success in high school, success in travel ball. You know, um, you know, I asked you, when did you turn it up? At what point did you realize maybe you had something that could get you to play in college? You know, I I didn't have it in my freshman or sophomore year. Uh, it was something that took a lot of work and it, I had to fall in love with the weight room. You know, I used to be a chubby kid <laughs> and uh I had to really, I had to work hard and really transform my body and learn, learn how to pitch and like the mechanics in order to like get the velocity and stuff that I needed to get looked at at the next level where I wanted to go. And it was really that, that just kind of separated me. And then I realized like, oh, I can really do this, you know, and then come junior year, I started throwing in the nineties and that's when things started to really happen for me. Yeah, I kind of like that story, though, because we have so many guys, you know, that come on here and talk about getting recruited right into high school in ninth grade. 
Um, and, you know, you say you had to work harder for it. And it's not to say that those guys didn't work for it, but, you know, um, took a couple more years for you. And so I assume the recruiting process, you know, started later for you. When did you start getting heavily recruited by, you know, not just Arkansas, but some of the Division One schools? Um, Actually, it was right before – I think it was right at the beginning of my junior year, you know, uh, I actually – committed to Kansas State to start and I was committed to there for over a year and I wanted to uh I wanted the Arkansas offer but I just never got it and I was in a time with COVID that I had to make a decision that was best for me and what my what I wanted my future to be so I had an offer that was too good that not uh not take you know so and it was just, it was really hard to get an offer and, you know, find somewhere to go out of high school at that time when COVID was kind of hitting back in 2020 to 2021 with all the uh, rules and regulations the NCAA had on recruiting and stuff. Right. So at what point does Arkansas come calling? The summer before senior year. And so let me ask you a question. You know, Arkansas is obviously where you want to go. They end up calling you. Um, does it feel bad? Like, I mean, it's, it's tough, right? This is where you want to go. That's, that's the dream school, but you have committed to Kansas state. Like, you know, what's that feeling like? I mean, you, you know, you're just a young guy too, right? Like, you know, you're just trying to make the best decisions for your future. Do you feel bad when you have to let Kansas state know that you're not going there? Yes. No, that was, uh, to this day, it's one of the hardest phone calls I've ever had to make. And, uh, you know, I, I just I, – I wanted to really, like, thank them for their interest in me, you know, and the time that they had put in me and the scholarship that they had offered me. But, uh, you know, being a homegrown Arkansas kid, you know, you – I mean, you grow up wanting to play for the Hogs. You know, the Hogs are everything. Like, we don't have a professional team here. Like, we, we like, live and breed the Hogs. So, it was, it was definitely – it was the hardest – one of the hardest phone calls I've ever had to make. And, you know, I still remember every bit of that phone call. And it was it was honestly for the better. Yeah, and I mean, if I if I'm that coach, I you know I'm disappointed, but I don't think I could be upset. You know, you know exactly what you just said. You know, a kid that's from Arkansas, this grew up that it's it is what it is, and so ultimately you get there. Um, let me ask you this: Did you imagine coming into your time in Arkansas, especially being a guy who came on late? playing such a big role as a freshman? Um, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't, you know. Uh, I mean, I always wanted to play here, you know. I worked for it. And, uh, you know, say a couple injuries don't happen that year. Maybe it doesn't work out that way for me. But, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like it was part of the plan, you know. And uh, I feel like I – rose the occasion when I needed to, you know, there was, there was some bumps along the way too. Yeah. It wasn't always pretty, but you know, uh, I think that's what kind of helped me get to the point to where I was succeeding last year. You know, those, those times I had to overcome something. Yeah. And, you know, I talked about Arlington at the start of the show. Um, so you came on the scene early for me getting to see you pitch and know who you were. And, um, you know, that, that was a fun weekend to, 
to kind of gauge where Arkansas was at. Obviously, you know, maybe some foreshadowing with TCU, but it was clear that Arkansas was a top five team, and it was clear that you were going to be a part of this team um, getting work early. Um, let me ask you, you know, getting to play in Globe Life Field, like uh, playing in a pro stadium, like how cool was that for you, especially as a freshman? You know, it was awesome. I uh, As soon as we walked in, you know, and – we're under the stadium, you know, where all the little like booths are down there. And, you know, of course, like all of us freshmen are getting our phones out and everything when we're like videoing and you just, you, you, all you hear is like, act like you've done something like this before. Like, and everyone's in love. We're like, Oh, okay. But, but like, you haven't we were done all, that like that before. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, but like, we were all super stoked to be there and, uh, you know, it was it was a special moment that I'll always remember, you know. And, like, I still have those memories on my phone. But uh, other than that, you know, I just kind of wish it would have went a little different my first outing out, you know. But, you know, that's part of it. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. Right, yeah. And, you know, I would rather – personally for me, I would rather face adversity early. Um, you know, maybe not everybody's the same, but I would rather go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, cause if you kind of cruise to success, you know, uh, Brady would probably agree to this, right. Um, had a lot of success early as a freshman and then dealt with it later, um, when he probably didn't want to. So, um, I think it's good to, to deal with that adversity early and get it out the way, kind of, you know, take, take your licks, but, uh, you know, first time pitching in bomb Walker, obviously everybody's got it ranked one, two, or three, however you want to rank it. Obviously for you growing up, it's, it's probably number one. What's it like, you know, the emotions pitching in front of that stadium, you know, that crowd at home? You know, it's, it's something you can't really describe. Uh, there's just, there's something about it that like, it's, you know, it's unbeatable. You know, it's one of the best atmospheres in college baseball. Like a lot of people would agree upon that. Uh, so like I, you know, I can't even explain it. It's it's just it's something special, you know. Yeah, no, I'm excited, you know, because we're not going to talk much about this when we're talking about this upcoming season, um, as far as like LSU. But you know, as an LSU fan, I'm excited to go there, you know, win or lose, to just go to that environment. I know what I'm going to get. I've been to Bond before. I know that the environment is going to be packed out, electric, SEC battle. Um, calling the hog. So I, I'm excited. Like that, that atmosphere is something that whether you're an Arkansas fan or not, you should experience. Um, and I can only imagine what it's like being a guy on the field, especially a pitcher, you know, um, with them. So it, it's cool, especially being that you grew up a fan there that you get to experience that. And, you know, as far as your first year, you went two and oh with five saves, 4.80 ERA, 42 Ks. Um, I mean, that's a that's a very nice stat line. Obviously, the ERA is probably not where you want it. Um, I know the biggest outing that I saw you pitch, uh, I watched you on TV uh, get the save, throw three scoreless innings against Tennessee. Um, for you, you know, what was probably your favorite outing of the season? Uh, it was definitely the South Carolina Friday night at home. And, you know, you know what was – that South when you had them, because I'm trying to think when you had them, was that when they were like playing their best ball when they were in the top five? Yes, it was. It was one of the better matchups in college baseball that weekend, and it was the same weekend Hunter Holland threw the uh, complete game. Gotcha against them. Yeah, Hunter. 
you know, it's funny. A lot of people focused on Hagen, rightfully so. But Hunter, I mean, the the season he had, and especially, you know, I watched him in person beat Paul Skeens twice. Like, he's the only guy, like, to beat him once, let alone twice. And, uh, you know, he hit, and you talk about the complete game. Hunter had a special year that kind of, it kind of went under the radar, I think. Um, and he's going to get his chance, you know, obviously getting drafted in the third round um, by the Reds. He's he's going to get a chance to really show some people. Um, you know, talking about being a freshman, talking about him, talking about Hagen Smith, what was it like for you to to be able to be mentored? You know, even even Jackson Wiggins being around hurt, you know, getting mentored by those guys. It was great. You know, uh, Hunter was my road roommate last year. Me and him were pretty close. And uh, I hung out with him a lot. And I remember around the beginning of the year, he was telling me, he was like, he's like, man, you got to, you got to like start acting like you're good. You know, like he basically told me, he's like, you got to quit being a pussy, man. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. And I was like, and I, it, it kind of made me mad, you know? And he was like, see, he's like, you don't like it. He's like, well, we don't like you, like not pitching as good as you are. And, you know, he, he kind of, he kind of helped me out a lot on that. And from then on, I remember like, that's when, like, when I started like really just believing in myself a lot more and having more confidence from what he had told me, like, that's when all the success started happening. And I started realizing that like, I was actually pretty good. Yeah. And you know, it, it really is a mentality thing, you know, as far as, you know, you said you expected to get that much playing time, you know, let me ask you this. You know, I read that stat line earlier. Obviously, you you had a few downs, but a lot more ups. Did you meet or exceed your expectations you had for yourself coming into the year? No. I did not. Man, that, that tells me that, uh, yeah, you, you hold some high standards for yourself. No, uh, it would have been a lot different year if uh, that end of the year didn't happen. You know, I was – I really kind of, yeah, I went downhill quick from Vandy till the last game of the year. And that's really where all, I would say that's where the ERA came from and a lot of other things. But also, while we lost some really important games at the end of the, end of the year that, yeah, that's. Well, for, for what it's worth, and as you're beating yourself up, I mean, you know, it went rough for everybody, you know, in in that postseason. It it wasn't one or two people. It was a it was a lot of guys, and so um, one of those things where you know you all had to have a you know a strong look in the mirror and you know talk about what you need to do, especially you guys coming back. And and that's what I want to talk about. You know, what was the message um, for you guys returning, whether it was from DBH or from the older guys? You know, talking about this upcoming season, how you got to forget you know, what happened. Obviously, you didn't meet the expectations of Arkansas. The standard is going to Omaha. You don't lose in the regionals at home. You know, we get that. But how do you forget that, move forward, and realize, hey, next season you're going right back in the hunt to to go back to Omaha? You know, you just, just got to – you got to have a short memory with things like that. You know, uh, sometimes baseball is a crazy game. You know, sometimes things just don't go your way, you know. Uh and, you know, it's just – it's really the culture that we uh, – we're kind of held to here. You know, uh, we're always told, like, you were good today. Doesn't matter tomorrow, though. So, you got to be good each day. And uh, 
you know, that's just kind of how we go about it day in, day out. And that's just kind of how it is here. You just, you gotta, you gotta work harder each and every day and be good every day. Yeah, no doubt. So knowing the kind of work ethic that you've talked about going all the way back to high school, I know um, without even being around you, um, what you've probably been doing in the off season and putting in the work to get ready. Um, talking about the team this fall, you know, I had numerous uh, guys who've been out there, obviously Dennis, AKA bomb squad, giving me reports said y'all looked really good all fall. How do you feel about how you guys look? Yes. I think we look really good right now, but at the same time, we still got to go out there and prove that here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no doubt. So talk to me about the team. Um, outside of the the usual suspects, we'll start pitching. You know, obviously everybody's going to know about Hagen and Brady and, and yourself and McIntyre, you know, leaving those guys off the table. Tell me about some arms that people need to know about and be paying attention to coming into this season. Uh, Mason Molina, Gabe Gackle, Ben Bybee, Parker Coyle, Cooper Dossett, Christian Fouch, you know, some fresh. Talk to me co- about Gackle. I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot about him that he looks really, really good. That kid's special, man. He's got some stuff you can't teach. I heard that. Um, you know, as far as the hitters, you know, um, once again, you know, give me give me outside of Diggs and Stovall, which, you know, I've obviously heard Diggs is tearing it up. Everybody's been waiting for Stovall to get back healthy. And even, you know, I know Peyton Holt, what he's got, he's been on there. Um, give us some other guys outside of them that uh, looked really good this fall. Vahiva Alloy, uh, Hoy, whatever. I, I think it's like Hoy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Jared Spraglaw, Ryder Helfrick, uh, Hudson White, really solid guy back there. Uh, Parker Rowland, he was, he was nails this fall hitting at the plate, you know. Um, do those guys take it personally when I know they have to see the bulletin board material that says that Arkansas has the pitching, but people don't believe that they have the hitting to have what it takes to to win it all. Do I know those guys see that? Do, do they take that personal? Well, I sure think they have. Past three scrimmages we had, I mean, we uh we hit I think four, ten ten home runs in what on um, fourteen and then. And a half, fifteen innings. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, I look forward to to seeing them um, exceed what people have expected. I have Arkansas as the Omaha team. I think y'all are legit. Like I said, um, based upon what I know, based upon the sources that we have there, um, you know, y'all got to stay healthy, which is always first and foremost. And you know, I really like the way y'all schedule. Obviously, everybody's hard, but. I think y'all play the hardest teams at home. I think, you know, there's a couple of teams that, that y'all don't have in your schedule that some of the others, I expect y'all to, you know, I know I'm blowing this up and you, like you'll say, you have to take care of business, but I do think that y'all will win the West. I do think y'all are an Omaha team and I hope to see it play out, man. But like I said, it starts up, uh, starts, y'all got to stay healthy, um, stay hungry. And man, I, I really look forward to what y'all got on deck this year. But with that, we're going to play uh, a game called this or that. You down to play? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, this or that is brought to you by Chinook Cedary. When Daniel is here, we always do taste tests. He does he does little combos. I don't do all that. I just simply ask, uh, you know, what's your favorite flavor? Because I know you've had them. Parmesan pepper. Parmesan pepper. That is, that is the go-to. Uh, I call it Parmesan Paul because you can't find Paul Skeens on a baseball field without him. Um, but, man, yeah, uh, you can't really go wrong. Last night he tried jalapeno ranch with – 
uh, Smokehouse Barbecue, called it Smokey and the Bandit. Gave it a, I think he gave it a eight eight one. Said it was really solid. Favorite though so far, Smokehouse Barbecue and Cinnamon Toast. Called it Smoke and Toast. Gave it a nine. So try both of those if you want. Mix it all up. It's you know, everybody tries just the regular flavors by stuff. Get crazy, mix them together. That's where it's at. But let's get into it. Simple question right out the gate: Chicken or beef tacos? Beef. Very rare answer, but I actually agree. I, I'm I'm a traditional kind of guy. You like them hard or you like them soft? I like them hard. My man, there we go. We can go get tacos together for sure. All right. Weird question, but we like it. Liquid soap or bar soap? Bar soap. Man, two for two. Let's go. All right. The red uniforms or the cream uniforms? Red. Ah, you lost me. I love those creams, but man, they're both good looking. Can't go wrong. All right. Would you rather go to a costume party or a pool party? Pool party. All right. We backtrack. We backtrack. Here we go. All right. Lost in a jungle or trapped in a haunted house? Lost in the jungle. No, man. No. Hey, look, the tigers aren't caged there. The snakes are huge. Telling you, everybody gets trapped by this question thing and they want to be in the jungle. No, you don't. Mm, yeah, I, I want to be in the jungle. I, I don't do horror movies. I don't do haunted houses. I don't do any of that. Hey, let me ask you a question I haven't asked in a while because we had a we had a softball player come on here. She uh hey, she's pretty too, but she said her favorite movie was The Conjuring. How much of a red flag is that for you? As high as it can be, <laughs> biggest red flag it can get. What's no. funny? What's funny is my son has a he's eleven. He has a crush on her, and I told him I said she ain't the one, bro. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's funny. All right, private yacht or private jet? Private yacht. I had a feeling, man. Outdoorsman, got to go yacht. I know you. I know you probably like the water. All right, last one. Pretty sure I know the answer with the kind of guy you are, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Be the number one overall pick or win a national championship? Win a national championship. So to be clear, that's basically like me asking you, if I brought you a briefcase with $10 million, put it in front of you and said, this is a national championship, you're still taking that title? Yep. I figured so. I know you're, I can tell you're hungry for one. I know Arkansas baseball is hungry for one. I know you want to be a part of the team that gets them – that elusive title, especially DBH, man. Um, maybe the best coach in the game. And uh, I'd like to see him get one. He deserves one. You guys deserve one. The the fans in Fayetteville do. So hopefully y'all do get it. If not, hopefully it's LSU, clearly. But we we will see soon enough. That being said, you're off the hot seat. You got anything you want to plug or promote? You got any uh, NIL stuff? I'm good. I, I just appreciate you having me on here, man. Absolutely. I knew I knew we could get it done without keeping you too long. I know it's a it's a weeknight and talking to you. You got a lot going on. So glad we could get your story, give the Arkansas faithful uh, you know, something to listen to. But if y'all want to check out what Gage has got going on, go over to IG underscore Gage Wood or Razorback BSB, always putting out amazing content. But with that being said, Gage, like I said, wish you the best of luck this season. Happy, healthy. I'm going to see y'all multiple times. And I hope, man, when I'm there, you're absolutely electric. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Gage Wood, everybody. If you like hearing his story or you just like hearing Average Joe's talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook 
Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, comments, hugs, love, feedback, all that good stuff is welcome. We will see everyone back tomorrow night. We'll be back with Daniel Ball. We got episode 19 with JT Quinn, ace pitcher from Ole Miss Baseball. But in the meantime, remember, strong bodies, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We are out.